This is the High Hopes Podcast. High Hopes. It's a bunch of baseball nerds talking about the Phillies on Radio.com and Sports Radio 94 WIP. Yo! It is another edition of the High Hopes Podcast. Fritzy, I pause. First of all, I- I'm sorry to everyone. We've been gone too long. I you know, agree. Football season starts and we like fall apart. And, you know, the Phillies. We don't even like football. There. Yeah, football, what's football, Jack? Exactly. Yeah, well, we apologize. Uh, you can all forgive me because I'm dying in two days, according to Jack. Yes. My life is over. I have two days left to live, Jack. I mean, that's y- tough. Your last podcast in your 30s, man. I'm so sorry. Oh, 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 I'm so, 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 so sorry. Oh, man. If you're yes. wondering if I... So you make fun of me for, for being old, like, all the time, right. as anyone who ever listens to this podcast knows. Yep. And I never feel old, like, the whole time. You always make the jokes. I'm like, ha-ha, yeah, I'm old, but I've never felt old. Jack... Feeling pretty old, buddy. Yeah, you should. I mean, I don't. Again, I don't want to rub it in. I want to make this, you know, <laughs> Yo, make you yeah, feel. You don't feel okay. Sure. <laughs> I don't want to make you like feel your, old. Your life's but... goal for the next year is to remind me that I'm 40 every day. I well, think. then what happens at your 50th? <laughs> oh God. We... I mean, let's put it. Let's put it this way. Can let's... we not? Can we not put the cart before the horse? Let's, buddy. Let's put it this way. You're closer to 50 than you are 30. Oh, uh, buddy. Starting Not Saturday. yet, actually. Starting yes, Saturday. On, yeah, Sunday, I guess. Well, technically. technically. Partway through te- Saturday. Technically, you can't go backwards, so you're just oh, progressing buddy. towards 50, which is shocking. So um, This conversation is about as much fun as this Philly season has been, Jack. Uh, which which, uh, <laughs> oh, which have you enjoyed more? The, here's the sickness, though, because we always talk about You know what I'm doing right now as we're recording? Uh, Take what? a guess. What? Take a guess what I'm doing. Take a guess. You are setting your fantasy some lineup. some dude named Ramirez pitch for the Diamondbacks against the Braves against Dansby Swanson right now because cause I'm sick. Yep. Because I'm sick. That Jack, you are. I'm sick. This is ridiculous. I don't know. What am I doing? By the way, Diamondbacks are down 4-1. They're winning 6-4 now. Just yeah. saying. Oh, listen, I noticed. Just saying. Playoff runs back on. Big Carson Kelly three-run bomb. Yeah. Yeah, listen. <laughs> our Diamondbacks. The Diamondbacks may have sunk our, you know, playoff chances. Honestly, if they, they owe us one, man. Yeah, they seriously. owe us three or four, I guess. But they, they, they owe it. Like, please. Could you take one? One of four? I'm not asking a lot here. I mean, if, if, if they didn't get – if they didn't lose three of four to the Rockies and they didn't lose – if they didn't get Three swept in by Arizona. If they didn't lose one to the Orioles that they literally didn't show up for. Oh, and four, by the way, at games that I've gone to this year. I was there on Monday. So it's your on, fault. On, it's your fault. I, I guess so. I mean, they're going to lose out on the playoffs by probably less than four games. So, yeah. I mean, in reality, my four games ruined the season, Jack. So Couldn't have said know. it better myself, pal. Um <laughs> But I yeah, saw lose to, I saw him lose to the freaking Pirates and the Orioles. Are Ugh. two of the four games I went. I mean, think about that. Yeah, I mean, come on. Man. I mean, you sunk you sunk Nola in in, in Pittsburgh. That's not great. Oh, 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 buddy. Um, but yeah, it's just like oh. it's like it's like why did you why did you have to do that? You know, why did you have to lose to the Rockies? Why did you? I know. Why did you have to lose to the Diamondbacks? Like they're not good. Why couldn't you no. just step up one time? Just one time, be like, hey, you know what we're gonna do? We're not gonna we're not gonna let you all down. 
But <laughs> okay, <laughs> they always do. They always find a way. So it's there. It's what they do, buddy. Well, at least they, at uh, least they have bounced back and 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 uh, they took two or three from the Orioles in very convincing yeah, fashion. Yeah, literally. Yeah, like that was the worst series win in the history of series wins. Like, I mean, it took them eight over eighteen innings to get a, a lead against the Orioles. It took them like. 17 innings or whatever, 14 innings to score a run against them. I mean, it was just like such a, a, a horror show of a series. By the way, in case you're wondering, Jack, the teams we're talking about here, uh, we're talking about the 104 loss Orioles hmm. and the 104 loss Diamondbacks, Jack. These Is teams that... are going to lose 110 yeah. games. I mean, that's really hard to do. Like, you don't see 110 win loss teams every year. Like, like that's bad, man. Yeah, but I gotta say, I mean, <laughs> we're, uh, I love that. I I I can't wait to see what you gotta say. The Phillies, the Phillies lineup isn't that much better. Oh know? my god, it's Which true. Is, it's true. I mean, outside of obviously you know Bryce and Gene, that's Bryce and about Gene. it. Yeah, I do, dude. Every day I look at this lineup every day, and I'm like, oh, great. 215, 217, 255. Like, oh, Dubles, 255. It's like, wow, what a hitter. The dude's batting 255. Yeah, I feel like, like he hasn't oh, had a hit in a JT, month. JT, 265. Ho, ho. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, like, like I mean, Didi's down at 209, which is just. 207, Jack. Oh, is 207. it? Wow. Even worse. Great. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Well, well, good good thing, good thing, by the way, that, that he started against the lefty last night because, you know, that 207 only gets better. It's 150 against left-handed pitching. Right. So you needed him in the lineup last night, Jack. But he did get a big hit for Joe Girardi a decade ago, uh, ago at the Yankees. So. I know. I know. Sound decision-making. What a crazy excuse it was. I'm going with the experience, and I'm going with someone who's gotten – I've seen him get big right. hits. Like – it is let's let's start there, Jack. Does Joe Girardi care? Is he actually trying anymore, or is he just like checked out? Well, like last like last night, he he willfully said that he pinch hit for Wheeler in the seventh. Wheeler didn't pitch the seventh. Wheeler was out in the sixth. <laughs> I'm dead serious. I'm serious. Oh my God. He said he said yeah. Oh well, we pinch hit for we pinch hit for Wheeler, and it's like mm, yeah, no, you didn't actually. <laughs> You didn't. You you brought in Coonrod um, for the seventh. So, uh-huh. you know, and they did not pinch hit for him in the sixth. So, uh, he has been he has been a a major disappointment. It's not like so. Here's the thing with Girardi. Like, the roster's not good. Like, the roster's not good enough. They're not obviously like they, they can make the playoffs, and that's fine. I mean, I want them to make the playoffs. Like, I I I desperately need playoff baseball in my life. Um, but like, they're not good. He also well, yeah, I mean, helped. they would like, be eight he, and a half he, games back in any other division. I mean, that's the best they'd be. Right. Like, they're like 22 back of the Giants, like, you know, 13 back of the Brewers. But the best case scenario is you're in the AL Central and you're eight and a half back. Like, that's their next best case. Yeah, well, and it, it's just that he hasn't helped them. Like, like he hasn't uh, heightened their level of play. Like, he's not getting the most out of this roster. Like, I understand that the roster's not good enough. I understand that they have flaws in the bullpen and the lineup and all that, but like I see I see managers getting more out of guys almost every night. And with him, it feels like he's every night feels like he's putting the team in the wrong positions. So like, yeah, is it all Girardi's fault? No. Uh has he been an utter disaster? Yeah. And the thing that I keep coming back to, James, is that, you know, how can you sit there and fire Gabe 
based on September for performances, and then have the same exact Septembers under Joe Girardi. Like, what are you gonna you're gonna bring him back? Because I know they're gonna bring him back. It's like, of course, the, they are. The, it's just the mm-hmm. whole the whole thought process was ridiculous. I mean, last year was about as bad a September finish as you could possibly imagine. I mean, you just needed to win two of eight, and you won one of eight. Yeah. I mean, that's that. It doesn't get much worse than that. But I mean, this year to, to lose the games they lose, you know, and and to the way they've lost. I mean, you're right. Look, they don't have a lot of talent. I mean, they're rolling out a just especially with the. I mean, like they had talent we thought in certain spots, but when Didi Gregorius is you know, a, a sh- literal shell of the player he used to be when Alec Bohm literally is going to finish the season in the minors when Aaron Nola is the worst version. Forget September Nola, just all season, the worst version of Aaron Nola we've ever seen. And and other guys underperformed to certain levels. You know, it's, I get it. It's not a great lineup, but at the same time, to your point, like Joe Girardi has done nothing to make it better. And, and it does seem like the, he just like I, I'm joking about him being checked out, but it does feel like he's checked. Like these games feel like they're being managed, like he's checked out, like he's not, he's not paying attention to the game. You know, I know that's crazy, but that's what it feels like watching these games and the decisions he makes. I, I've just been so incredibly disappointed with well, him. And you know, I it's not that I, I, I don't know if you, like. I don't think you have that reaction to Odubel the other night if you're totally checked out. You know what I mean? Like, like the the reaction of why? I don't are... think he's actually like. I don't think he's like truly checked out. It just feels that way, Jack. You know what, some of these decisions. You know what my problem is? Is that I don't think he knows. I I don't think he has a like a plan. It feels like the plan keeps changing on the fly. Like, I, th- I thought at the beginning of the year he was a strict numbers guy, and then he tried to be a strict like gut guy. The gut guy thing backfired, and now he's just like, ah, whatever. I don't know. Like, like something. I'll throw something against the wall and see if it sticks. You know. Like, I felt beginning of the year it was like, oh, we're gonna double switch a thousand times because it's gonna give us these like these numerical advantages. Well, that backfired, and then he tried to be the gut guy <laughs> when he was letting Aaron Nola go into the ninth and letting Wheeler go into the ninth and and burning out Wheeler's arm, and now he has to pull him after 97 pitches in the sixth inning when he had 10 games left, like which is ridiculous. And, and now it just feels like he's he's just like. Eh, we'll see, you know, <laughs> which probably isn't the best place to be uh, as a baseball team. Yeah. And again, like I know it's a little thing, but but trotting Didi out there, first of all, not pinch hitting for Didi <laughs> the game before and the two nothing game, the games I was at. I, I mean, that was like criminal. Like that was about <laughs> I, it's so funny, Jack, because I want to be like, that's the worst decision he's made all year. No, but then, like, like 17 others pop right in my freaking head. But but in the moment, in that game, like knowing how important that game was and how winnable it was, like I thought not pinch hitting for Didi there was was criminal, like among the worst single decisions, not as impactful as others, but in the moment, single decisions, about as bad as it gets. And then to roll them out there against lefty, it's just like, I don't know. I I, I get it that like I'm I understand managers wanting to stick with their guys and like, you know, I trust him. He's my vet and stuff. But it, dude, we're we're hundred and fifty games into the season and this guy's bang two oh seven. Like, I mean oh, he's bang fifty against lefties. Like at a certain point you have to say, All right, th- maybe it's not forever, but right now this is who this guy is. Well, listen, that doesn't sound wow. like a, that doesn't sound like a small sample size, wow. does it? I mean is is, right. is hundred and fifty games a small sample size? I mean, honestly, yes, in the grand scheme oh, of things, well, was... it is comparatively a small sample size, but it's not a small sample size. No, it's not. Also, um, 
you speaking of bad decisions, I, I feel like this wasn't really talked about, but I was sitting there in the moment, like just well, first off, pulling Wheeler last night when you have ten games left and like you're just coming off a bullpen game, I thought was ridiculous. Um I know he's at nine seven totally. pitches, but like I mean let, totally. at least let him go after the seventh. His spot wasn't even due up. Now I know that Joe thinks that he pinch head for him, but he, he, <laughs> he in fact did not. So uh but the other the other decision was like uh I think it was Tuesday night in extras. They'd already gotten a run home. They had two outs already. It's not like you have an advantage by creating the double play, but he willfully put another runner on base. Like he put a runner on base so that they could possibly score more runs for like a yeah. minor advantage. It's just like why well, are he's you, done that a lot this year. Why I mean, remember you when he you against put, the Cardinals? I know yeah. that's a deep pull, but but walking Sosa in that spot, like he's done that. And then the Matt Carpenter home run, like we've seen him kind of just not read the situation right a lot of times this year. Yeah, I mean it, it's and and it's not you know it's not all totally his fault because like you know it feels like every decision he makes goes wrong, which shouldn't happen. But it does, like genuinely, like, it feels like every decision he made and every decision that Gabe made, it was like, oh, well, this is clearly going to like clearly going to backfire, um, which is just unbelievable. You would think that at least they can get lucky every once in a while, but it feels like they never get lucky. It feels like they never can just like just have a normal baseball game where they can make the correct decisions and they all go to plan. Wouldn't that be nice? Jack, I can't. Yes. yes, and you know what it's nice for San Francisco and Gabe right now because everything they do goes right. Uh, unbelievable. Um, but yeah, look, I'm with you, and I think it goes back. I think the key point is, look, is Joe Girardi the worst manager we've ever seen? No, but this guy was brought in for a lot of money at a big name in a big spot to be the guy who you know added, who helped you win games, who who did that extra stuff, like you know, like. Again, like we see the smart teams in baseball do, the Giants, the Rays, these teams that win games on the margins, that find ways to get that extra edge, that extra market inefficiency, whatever it is, and take advantage of it. And, you know, Joe Girardi was supposed to be that type of thing for us, and he obviously obviously hasn't. All right, let's get some other stuff before we get out of here. Um, again, like, so I don't know about you, Jack, and I'm, I know that you will identify with this and other people will who play fantasy baseball. Mm. Um, and also I'm going to let you know how weird I am with fantasy. Cause I'm, you know, we have our own little superstitions and stuff and all that. So my fantasy baseball superstition, and it is incredibly dumb, but I don't look at my actual scoreboard of the team I'm playing until all the games are done. I just track it by going on and going into each box score. It's crazy. And it's like way more time and all that, but it's my weird little thing that I do. Okay. Anyway, point is. I'm used to going and checking on my players and on other players, right? Like, who's my opponent have? I, I look at their team at the beginning of the week, and I know who they have, and they're big guys, and I go check them. And I feel like right now that I am, like, checking Padres games like I'm checking fantasy scores where I'm like, what did Tatis do? I got to know how much of a lead does Harper have. Like, I I know, like, I want the playoffs too. I'm desperate. And they, look, after the, right now, if trending towards they could be two outs tonight. It's possible if they could win this game and, and the the – Diamondbacks hold on both, you know, big ifs, but like, I know that it's just a stupid award and all that, but like, I really want Bryce Harper to win the MVP. I, I just think he deserves it, man. I think he deserves it. And I think it would be, I think just like other than home runs and RBI, like he is far and away more deserving than Fernando Tatis Jr. for this award. And I don't know what's going to happen. I know he's the betting favorite now, but you never know what this type of stuff and and, you know, voting is still kind of in a, a changeover period from with analytics and, and the other stuff and all that. But I just I can't believe how badly I wanted to win this award. It almost makes me sad that I care this much. Jack. 
I love it. Uh, real quick question for you before we talk about Bryce for a second. Yes. Which do you trust more, September Nola tonight or the Diamondbacks to hold this lead the ninth? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I'm watching a dude named Wendelikin warm up. Okay. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I, I don't know if I could say the Diamondbacks on this one. You're going Nola. I'm going Nola. Is that possible? Oh, I love it. Um, <laughs> Nola against Pittsburgh. Do yes. I have been down this road? Before. I know. It's all your fault. That's why we're in this position. It's all your fault. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, you know, cause I was kind of sitting there last night and it like, it really set in for me, like he could very realistically be the NL MVP next week. Yep. Like it could be over. Like we could be like, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to take it all in and like, remember what this felt like. Um, you know, I, I felt it in, in 2017 with Carson. Uh, I felt it most of the season with Embiid. And then I feel like the last two weeks I was like, Oh, yo, cause she's going to win it. So like, I'm not totally invested. Um, I don't to- like, I, so with Rollins, the 2020 and 20 was obviously awesome last day of the year. Um, so I remember that. And Howard, I mean, Howard was just um, like, it was just must see TV every day. So like, but this is like adult life. I've watched yep. like 150 some baseball games this year. Uh, and Bryce winning it would, would, would mean a lot. He He's now our guy. And like, even the play last night, you know, I know it's Pedro Severino. I know he can't run, but it's just like that's another it's another play. Like that's another MVP moment. Getting from first to third on Sunday against the the Mets, that's an MVP moment. Scoring on the JT ball to right field the other night, that's MVP stuff. Like I don't know how you like I I personally believe in 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 team stuff when it comes to MVP uh, voting. Like the Padres have been a dumpster fire for you know like two months now. Um, I mean they're starting Vince Velasquez last night, which is Absurd. They, um, they've started Jake Arrieta and Vince Velasquez. Yeah. Think about that. Not even the 2021 Phillies would do that. I know. And that's I saying know. something. So, like, yeah, I need it. I, I, I'm with you. Last night I was like, holy crap. Like, he's probably going to win the MVP. Yeah. And, and listen, Juan Soto is an, is unfreaking believable. Um, and, like, the age-old question is, who would you start your team with, Soto, Tatis, Acuna, or uh, Vladdy Jr.? Like, I honestly have no idea. Like, <laughs> I've gone back and—dude, I swear to you, I'm it's not the kidding hardest, It's I the have, hardest like, it's question like in baseball month. right now. Every month. I felt for a while it was clearly Tatis. Like, I felt pretty strongly about it for a while. I think I'm back to Soto. <laughs> I mean, like, what that guy does, the 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 force he is. Oh, I don't ridiculous. know. Uh, it, like it's probably to tease the position, but I don't know. He's not even good uh, at that position. I know he's an outfielder now. Like I don't know. It's uh, it's my favorite. It's my favorite. It's such a great great question. Yes. But um. But but like like I'm not giving the MVP to Tatis or uh, to to Soto. Like they're way under five hundred. No. It, no. It's Tatis and Harper. I don't think Soto has any chance at it. He probably they're, doesn't. They're, but. They, like they're the worst team in the National League, or one of the worst teams in the National yeah. League, other than the Diamondbacks. And obviously, it's not his fault. It's just like I can't vote for a guy to, to be MVP if his team's like that bad. And I know Trotz won it, and I get that. But um, and also, well, Trotz won a bunch, but also, honestly, Harper's season's better. Like I know that Soto's is very good, but Harper still has a higher OPS. Yeah, I mean, even, Harper's got an OPS by like twenty points higher. I think the, Soto's like ten thirty, and I think which it, is unreal. I think but, it's I think it's like fifty points higher in the last like two months, where Soto's been also on fire. It actually, honestly, like Bryce has been <laughs> underrated in baseball circles. Like it just, he's now being talked about, but you think the guy that has been 
proclaimed as the face of baseball having an MVP season would have more national buzz, but it seems like all the buzz is about, you know, Tatis and, and Otani and Vladdy, and rightfully so. Um, it just feels like Bryce hasn't been put in that class, and he's probably going to win the MVP. I, I mean, in my mind, he is an, a, a, no bias, no whatever. Like, I just think he's so clearly the National League MVP this year. Like, I don't understand how you can make a rational argument for anyone else, just numbers-wise. Again, you know, if you're going to go to tease for him, and I just, I'm with you. I'm a, I am understand that Mike Trout has won multiple uh, MVPs. I understand that Andre Dawson won an MVP on a last-place team. He didn't deserve it, but he won one. Like, I get it that that's baseball, but, like, if I have options that are that are even similar on a second place teams or third place teams as opposed to one of the worst teams in the sport, I'm gonna go with the the higher teams. But on top of that, like I don't even think it matters. Like I think whether you look at Tatis, Soto is a a, a stronger case from a numbers perspective, but. I think the team takes him out of it. And then to tease from a numbers perspective, like it's not close. And it's certainly not close when we're talking about the stretch run. By the way, Arizona Diamondbacks. Shout out. They close it out. My Diamondbacks. All right. I hope that doesn't mean to your question earlier. Now I'm terrified. That means that Aaron Nola is just going to come out and blow this game tonight. We're going to be like, oh, another day, another missed game. Uh, anyway. Dude, let's, what, let's if, what if what if they're two out? Like, can you? I mean, they could be. Dude, they could be. I mean, dude. like they, it's it's on them. Like if they win tonight, they're two out, and they're they're facing a bullpen game. Um, so you know, it's no Jack. That is like I can't even say it out loud because it just makes it feel so like ridiculous. Because of course Nola's gonna blow this, but Nola versus a Pirates bullpen <laughs> game. <laughs> That's Aaron Nola versus a Pirates bullpen game. Mm. James, how do I not feel great about this, James? James, I'm getting I'm getting excited. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm getting that was excited. That's a big win. Well, that was a big win by the D backs. That's a big and, win. And you know what's so bad is I'm already like I'm already so nervous for that Brave series. Like I if they take two or three from from Atlanta, like oh, I'll pray down Broad Street. Like I will be Well, so well we happy. gotta see where we're at there because because that's know, the I know that makes but that's the thing. Like, think about how tough that is. They let's say they get two back tonight, and let's say they find a way to beat the Pirates as much as the Braves beat the Padres. I know the Braves have the the suspended game they have to finish out and all that. But like, let's say it all evens out and they head into that Braves series two games back. Like, they have to win all three to be in front after it. Like, even then, like it's like, oh, we're two games back. If they win the first two but lose the third, they're then they're game back again. Like, it's just it's a tough spot, Jack. Tough spot, man. Like this is tough. Like they have. We said you said at the beginning of the week six to seven, and I I was like yeah. Like they have to win six to seven. You said that to me. Like and I'm like they do. Like they have to win six to seven this week. So hey, you got to sweep the pirates. Yeah. Just saying. Just <laughs> I mean, just just saying. Hey, Phils. Right. Hey, Phils. Just do it. I mean, just do it. Just just do it. You're at home. You have Noel on the mound. Um. <laughs> probably a bullpen game mixing this weekend, but like, dude, the Pirates are so bad. Like, they're so bad. Like, please, like, I'm begging you, please, just. I mean, a sweep is tough for a four game series, but at least three or four. I mean, I, I will settle for three or four. Whatever, just, just don't blow it. Like, I if they split, I'm never doing a podcast again. Like, I just, I will not be able to take it. If they, if they go one and three, you know, whatever, I'm out. I'm out. I need. You cannot do this to me. You can't do this to me. You can't do this to this podcast. Do not, do not split. 
do not split this weekend. It's more important than the Eagles Cowboys. I'm sorry, but like you, you cannot split this weekend. Yeah, so we might be talking to you on Sunday night. We might not. <laughs> dude, they can't. Dude, else. James, I'm not. Like, they can't. They can't. I agree with you. Look, they if, they, if 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 they, because of what happens this weekend against the Pirates, have no chance going into Atlanta, we're not recording. We'll the, just wait I, would be, I would be so down. I won't I would, do it. I yeah, be, I won't do it. I'll just watch Eagles Cowboys and move forward. I would be, That's what we're going to do. I would be despondent. Like, if they yeah. go out and do this, I would be absolutely despondent. So... Please, I'm begging you. I'm begging you. And I know the Phillies suck. I know they're not that good of a team, but I need the playoffs. Like, I just want the playoffs. I want fun. I need it. I need it. I need it. I need it. Do not split this weekend. I'm just, do not. All right. Uh, we're going to get out of here soon because the game is about to start. Jack, got to get home to watch yes. this. Well, yeah, I got to go. I, 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 uh, it's so funny. So I drive Jill to work like one day a week. And, ah, today's day you got to be a Jill. Yeah, yeah, but luckily she had a dentist appointment, so it, it uh, it's pushing it back. Okay, so we're in good shape. So we're getting out of here in a minute. Anything quickly in the take bag before I have something at the end? Oh, you got something at the end? You got something at the end? No, it's nothing really that special. Just a little something. What did I have? I had something written down that I thought was clever and creative. Um, oh, you know what I have written down? <laughs> and you kind of brought this up earlier. Dude, I can't wait to tell my kids about Bryce. You know, like you know, <laughs> I had to listen to so many like old, like older people tell me about like Johnny Callison and the 1964 Phils and like Schmitty and, and Carlton and, um, you know, like the 93 team. I know you're alive. I know you're in your 40s for the for the 93. I was team. at one of the World Series games, Jack. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Thank I, you. I was at the 15 to 14. When game. you were at the 15 to 14 game, did you ever think to yourself that someone who wasn't born yet is going to be hosting a podcast with you? <laughs> no, not just that. wasn't born yet for a few years. So uh, yeah, it's great. It was only one year. It was only one year. Only one year. Ninety-four. Yeah. Ninety-four. Yeah. Oh yeah, I didn't do the math. For some reason, ninety-six was in my head. No. Yeah, ninety-four. Come on, I'm not yeah, a baby. I'm not a baby. You know. I'm... Okay. Yes, you're right. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Um, Hector yeah. Neris is nine strikeouts away from setting the all-time reliever record for strikeouts. What? Yes. For the Phillies, for the you mean Phillies. obviously? No, all of baseball history. No, that's not true. No, but for the Phillies, yes. Wow, that's actually stunning. I mean, he's been here a while, but that's pretty stunning still. It does kind of tell you that they haven't had, you know. <laughs> yeah, it tells you they haven't great had great relievers. relievers. Yes. It tells you they haven't had guys who stayed a long time. And it also tells you that we're in an era of baseball where there are more strikeouts than ever. I think it's a combo of those three things. But Hector's also very good, and everyone needs to know I that. Mean, I think that, yeah, the real takeaway is Hector is the best reliever in Philadelphia Phillies history. Yes, better than Brad Lidge. Let that take sit out yeah. there. And better than his uh, uh, teammate's father won the Cy Young for the Phillies, Jack. Uh, yes, which leads me perfectly. My... Rock 2.0, baby. Now, were you in your were you in college for Cam uh, for Steve Bedrosian's 1987 Cy Young year or no? So that's like the the <laughs> funny because 1987 is the first year that I have real memories of baseball. But like 1988 is the first year I really remember the Phillies. I really remember what happened. I remember Oral in the World Series. I remember Gibson, like all that stuff. So like. I don't re I remember that it happened in the moment. Like I remember my dad talking about it, but like I don't remember watching Cam Bit Roji and pitch in nineteen seventy seven. So we found my my limit, Jack. Yes. Good. Um that's a pretty big limit. Um like for example, <laughs> I think my I'm first forty, man. I'm about to be forty. Um I think my first baseball memory, like real memory, might have been the Luis Gonzalez walk off against oh the Oh my god. Yeah. I was in college for that, Jack. So yeah, cool. Good one. You're forty. Good one. You're forty on Saturday. Wow. I'm forty, man. 
Like, like it's been a bit on this show. Yeah. We've had this pod for a while, and like now I'm actually old. Right. Now, like it's not a bit anymore. Now you're just making fun of it. Well, all the back. problem is the problem. Oh, I'm also looking at Luis Gonzalez on screen right now, which nice. is pretty funny. He's a Diamondbacks announcer. I yeah. Guess. You know the you know the biggest problem with this James is is that you know I feel like you're kind of aged out of the demographic. Like I, think, I know you might have to replace me soon. <laughs> might have to get younger. Get like yeah, get like Dan Wilson in yep. here or someone in here to take over. You yeah, know? yeah, you might have aged yeah. yourself out, pal. Might be looking for a replacement. You know, gotta gotta appeal to the younger generation. Um, <laughs> <laughs> speaking of uh, Cam Bedrosian or Steve Bedrosian, you know <laughs> this didn't happen last night. Like they held on to it, but like, dude, Cam Bedrosian has been up here for two weeks. And Joe is already trusting him with high leverage spots over Bailey Falter, who is better than him. And it's just another example of get all the veterans away from like Didi, go like all these veterans are. It, it, it just drives me crazy. Like these guys are not like Bailey Falter is better than Cam Bedrosian. I don't care how many games he's pitched. Like enough with this crap. It drives me crazy. Um, and my second, my second. Uh, taking the take back is like dude i like establishing a fastball as much as the next guy like ian kennedy like you gotta mix in another pitch like the fact that ryan Nancastle didn't like tie that game up last night like i thought that ball was gone there's no doubt about it. i thought that ball was gone Me too. and it's just Me like too. you gotta mix in your other pitches man like you don't throw 100 i don't want to break any news to ian kennedy but you throw 93 to 95 like you're not it has good high spin efficiency. I get all that. But, like, holy crap, man. You cannot survive on a 90% four-seam fastball usage rate. you got to mix in the other pitches for my own sanity. Yeah, do it for Jack. I think that's a – I mean, we could use that as a, a, a mantra for, I think, a lot of players, right? I think that sounds like a podcast title. <clears throat> I mean, I feel like we haven't given you enough credit yet for Bryce Harper's MVP season, you know? I, I mean, it I wouldn't be agree. happening yeah. without you. He wouldn't be here, thus he would not be having this MVP season. Yes. Exactly. You know, so you know, thanks, buddy. Hey, no problem. Anything, <laughs> anything for the podcast. Anything for the Phillies. I like. I j- just, if you lose, if you split this weekend, or worse, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I really don't. I I, I will just be so despondent. So I mean, it's my birthday weekend. So, Do not you know, blow Seltzer's 40th birthday week. My 40th. It's not like, oh, I'm turning 38 yep. or, oh, I'm, thir- nope. I'm turning 40, Phillies. All right? Could you do it for me? Just one time. One time. Could you make the end of my 30s not suck? And could you make the beginning of my 40s not suck? It is crazy, Jack, because I was thinking about this the other day. But, like, I obviously, people are good at math here. I turned 30 in uh obviously september of 2011 Mm. so yeah you know so i'm turning 40 now so like you know it's good math by you um let's do something here you know let's 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 end this i also i um i don't want to uh you know get too mathy in this podcast but that would be 10 years you would go your whole 30s without a playoff appearance yeah. Well, mm. technically not. Because mm. again, I, I turned 30. I've never, no season that started in my 30s did they make the playoffs. So. Wow. It's wow. pretty cool, man. You know what, though? Like that, that's the kind of stuff I was talking about last time. And now that I'm 
about to be 40. I'm old, so I can understand this. But like, think about someone who went from 50 to 60 or 60 to 70 uh. or 70 to 80. And they spent that decade of their life, the twilight years, like you're 70 to 80 and you're turning 80 this year. And you're like, well, that was an awesome decade, Phillies. Thanks a lot. Like, do it for those people, Phillies. Like, enough of this. Like, generational. We have the we are the longest playoff drop in baseball, Jack. <laughs> like, come on, man. Yeah, but, but listen, it's not as bad, and I've tried to tell you this many times, uh-huh. it's not as bad as 1915 to 1949. Like, That's that was 30-some That's years. Literally. Yeah, okay. It's not, it's not as bad. bad. Jack, here's the thing. It's not as bad. Yet. Yet. There's only 20 more years. <laughs> when we do your 50th uh, or 50th birthday podcast, will the Phillies yep. have made the playoffs? Nope. Well, they... I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> How sad is it that, like, honestly, I'm like, my first thought was like, of course. And then my second thought was like, wait. Yeah. My third thought was like, I don't know. They probably won't. Well, maybe... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they'll expand the playoffs. There we go. There you go. Well, I mean, they did that last year, so that worked out well. Um, d- there are eight playoff teams that could make it last year, Jack. Like, we forget to mention that. We talk about the two of eight instead of one of eight. Like, there were eight playoff teams. I'm sorry. It's getting worked out. Uh, do you need me to drop off any soup for that playoff fever that you have? <laughs> No, I'll be all right, I think. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think let's put it this way. I think I'm gonna get over the fever pretty quickly. <laughs> I think it's gonna be one of those, you know, twenty four hour fever. Not if they go six and one. Yes. Could you? Could you? Nope, they Would can ya? they sure can. Would you? Nope. All right. Last thing was just to say again. I'm f I'm I almost cursed. Yep. Well I'm that's bleeping, what happens with old age you start you start, I'm you know. Bleeping. 40 man i would like to thank everyone who listens to this podcast for joining me on this ride to 40 it means a lot it means a lot all you wonderful beautiful people for sticking with me even though according to jack fritz and the many texts he has sent me on the subject i will be dead in two days so I just I appreciate you all sticking with me for these last days. Is and, that a fair summation, Jack? And James, let me say something to you, pal. <laughs> okay, I, I can't wait. I can't wait to see what it is. What is it? I really do wonder if you have aged yourself out of the demographic, and if we need to find a new co-host. Happy Happy fortieth, buddy. Um, Thanks, buddy. And we will be here. Uh, uh, well, we will maybe, maybe be here. This is not on us yet. Yes. So, like, I, I am willing to give up my Sunday night of my birthday weekend, no less, to record a pod. Now, if the Phillies, if the Phillies make me do it, all now, right, now, that's the deal. Now, is that before or after you eat your five o'clock dinner? <laughs> uh, Jack, we call it supper. Actually, at this age, I think. I think that's actually a, a law that now I have to start calling it supper. I could be wrong about that, but I'm pretty sure I have to go with supper now. So I'll I'll look into it, but just to be safe, I'll make sure the pot is after supper. Um, but to that point, it's got to be pretty early because obviously I got to get be in bed by like seven o'clock. So. Yeah, seven thirty. Seven thirty is faster bedtime. <laughs>
<laughs> oh, you got anything else? Um, have you already looked at your place in Clearwater, Florida yet? Or is that in it not for a couple <laughs> oh, years? Do you want me to start? Like, I'll start just dropping f bombs, and then I'll be like, "Bleep this, bleep that," and then yep. just, you couldn't stop the recording quick enough. <laughs> You're exactly right. But uh, um, happy fortieth. Well, maybe we'll talk to you Sunday. I, honestly, Jack, I really hope we do. And you know what? You're right. Happy birthday to me, buddy. Yep. Enjoy your supper. <laughs> He's spread some salt. We'll see you later.